This episode of the Carson Podcast is brought to you by Capitalist Academy. Capitalist Academy is a private mentor group that teaches you to master the art of technical analysis to become a professional stock trader. People are making hundreds to thousands of dollars a day trading stocks, and you could too. I use this class whenever I have extra money to invest with, and it doesn't take a lot to start. Over 700 students agree that this is a great beginner to expert course. In this class, you will receive daily live streams, access to every course, which is an introduction to the stock market and how to trade for a living, and more. There are more than 60 hours of lecture, weekly company dive-ins, in-depth training tutorials, and a private training discord that posts daily community trades. To sign up, all you need to do is go to my website, www.thecarsonpodcast.com, and hit the Capitalist Academy link. When you check out, use code CARSON, that's C-A-R-S-O-N, at checkout to receive one free month of the course. The best time to invest is now, and the best way to learn is here. Again, use code CARSON at checkout for a free month, and you'll receive everything you need to start trading on the stock market. All right, my man, we're on. Let's do this thing. How we doing? Good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, long time in the making. A couple weeks, maybe longer. <laughs> we're all out of town or doing our own thing. Schedules weren't ever Just hustling. Yeah. Hustling and grinding. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Big 22. Officially on Sunday. So. What'd you do for your birthday? I actually had a little party bus with some friends. Uh-oh. So, Uh-oh. Halloween theme, so yeah. it was pretty fun. It was a good time. Right on, right on. Yeah, those party buses are... Uh, becoming more of a thing lately right. yeah i had one last year and it was a good time everyone had fun so. yeah definitely well right on well we got uh we got some big news on the uh the medias of social murray marketing yes, sir. tell me about that how'd that start um so i'll give you the long story <clears throat> so last august kind of when covid was hitting and like football was getting canceled mm-hmm. so i still played football at the time um but then our season got canceled um, so I decided it wasn't really my thing anymore. Yeah. So I hung it up and I had this, a big reason why I kind of hung it up was like, I had this internship opportunity, marketing internship at Carney Regional Hospital by the new high school. Okay. So I went and started doing that and originally it was like eight hours a week and I was also working part-time at the Buckle. So it was like kind of part-time, part-time, um, just kind of doing a bunch of marketing stuff and I kind of started enjoying marketing more and more. Mm-hmm. Come spring, I got like 20 hours a week, so I got more hours. And then come summer, um, I started doing it full-time, so I was like, obviously learned a lot over the... Definitely. Over that course of time. And then my brother's girlfriend, uh, his parents, Lisa Hibbard, and her daughter, Hannah Hibbard, had uh, started their own uh, interior design business. Okay. most designs. So they hit me up because they knew I was a marketing student. I was like, hey, like, we're starting this business. Like, can you make us a website? Up. Or like, yeah. do you know how to make <clears throat> websites? And I was like, no. <laughs> but, but I can figure it out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so I learned how to make their website, made all that, mm-hmm. like found out that I really enjoyed doing it and kind of just gave them some overall like consulting of okay. what they should do. Like, what do they think of this color scheme, this color scheme, blah, blah, blah. Gotcha. And I, like, really enjoyed it. And at the time, I was getting, like, some digital marketing certifications, like, just learning more and more on my own. And then through that summer, I got, like, some Google Ads certifications and was running Google Ads for the hospital. And, like, basically just, like, my 
love for it kind of grew more and mm-hmm. more. And my internship was over in August. So I was like, all right, what am I going to do? And I started listening to a lot of Gary Vee. I don't know if you're yep. familiar with him or not, yep. but he's big on like, go for it. And mm-hmm. David Goggins too and Joe Rogan. Definitely. Too, yeah. Like people say they want to do stuff, but like, why haven't you already done it? They don't it? do like, it. Oh, I want to run a marathon. All right. Like, why haven't you done it yet? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. So I was just like, well, let's do it. Like, yeah. I'm going to go full in, all in, run my own business. My plan was to do all this semester. And then if it failed, it failed. If I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it going. But yeah, so I officially launched in, it was like August 20th or something. Okay. It's like when I made like the social media announcement. Kind of had to get my website finished up. So it's been two months now. It's going decent so far. I mm-hmm. think I'm picking up some traction. At the start, it was wanted to do a big content push. Obviously, the first yeah. month, I'm not going to really make a lot of sales and whatnot because mm-hmm. people are like, all right, who is this kid? Like, That's the biggest thing. Is, yeah, doing. making a name, getting a brand out there, yeah. doing a bunch of free stuff for people just so you can, yeah. Well, let's see. I'm trying to think what it was. You had a a food truck, something like that. Um, so that we don't have to talk about who they are, but you, you're picking up business. Yes, yeah, so my initial, uh, my first, my first client was obviously the Innermost Designs, mm-hmm. and then I made a website for a clinic in town, Brad Rogers Medical okay. Clinics. Just finished that one. I was planning on. I mean, just probably posting something on social media here mm-hmm. soon to kind of just have people check it out. Um, and then I actually have a job interview today for like a part-time digital marketing assistant okay. position that had been brought up to me, which I think would be a really good opportunity mm-hmm. for what I want to do in the long Definitely. run. Definitely. So I have some clients or leads kind of on hold because mm-hmm. I don't really know what my time frame is going to be like. Perfect world. I'm going to do part-time yeah. and then like keep my stuff for all like from the time I'm not working on. But so, you went to school for marketing, right? You're going to school for yeah, marketing. Yeah, so I graduate. So that's the spring. It wasn't like a huge change of what you wanted to do. Correct. Yeah. You had that idea already, right. which is not what your dad does. <laughs> no, not at all. No, you didn't want to go medical. No, see, I can't do like blood and stuff. Really? So I knew that from a long, long okay. time. Okay. Like basically from when I was a little kid. Interesting. Like, no way. What's your dad think of that? Not being a blood guy. Um. Well, kind of the only chance. We have in the family of someone being at or kind of going in the medical field. It's my little sister. Okay. She's only a sophomore right now, so mm-hmm. obviously, like, that could change. Yeah. But everyone else is. Well, I mean, at least you kind of knew what you wanted to do, and you're motivated by it. Some yeah. people pick their degree, and then they start doing it, and they're like, oh. Well, honestly, what happened was when I started playing football, I was like, yeah, I'll do marketing. Mm-hmm. But long term, I was yeah. like, <clears throat> didn't really think about it. But it wasn't until I kind of got the internship and kind of doing more, kind of actually doing it, where I was like, yeah, all right, I picked the right major. Like, yeah, this is, this definitely. Is cool, fun stuff. And then uh, working with Innermost Designs and uh, kind of getting my certifications. It's like I really fell in love with like, the mm-hmm. digital side of things. So like yeah. Google Ads, social media marketing, stuff like that. And that field in general is already pretty big. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just going to keep getting bigger. Like you don't see a lot of, in my opinion, yeah. it's not like the billboards and the radio ads mm-hmm. and stuff. It's just, I think 
the best thing for your money right now is social media for sure. Definitely, yeah, especially now. And there's a lot of people that go into school or just right into the workforce wanting to hustle, wanting to build a brand, build a business, right? But they don't think about how much money goes into marketing, right? Because uh, So I own a pressure washing business, right? Mm-hmm. And I was watching a YouTube video of a guy, I think in like Texas or something. He's making like 180000 a year just pressure washing oh, yeah. on his own. Right, but he spends. He said he spends about four thousand dollars a month marketing. Mm-hmm. Right, he says your biggest expense is going to be advertising, finding customers, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and so, being that person that gets paid to almost build the brand for them online, right, yeah. um, it's kind of an in- ingenious way of you know making money for yourself. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you you want to spend a lot of money on it, but if it's effective. Yeah, and like your cost per lead is low. Like, mm-hmm. say you're running Google Ads for 500 a month, like for your business or something. Yeah. And I don't know how much you charge, but say you charge 200 a client. Like mm-hmm. if you just get three clients, that'd yep. be 500 bucks. Like you're mm-hmm. still making a profit. Right now, um, I should be all right to disclose it. We use Angie's Leads, Angie's mm-hmm. List, whatever. Basically. Um, we pay them a yearly fee, and they find us leads, right? Mm-hmm. And every time they find us a lead, we have to pay them right. a lead like, price. Normally, yeah. it's like twelve to fifteen bucks, right? But when we make a hundred bucks an hour pressure washing, yeah. like it's 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 so really just yeah. Making like yeah. I could pressure wash one person. I, I no, I could pressure wash two people's houses, and that'll pay for the yearly fees of leads and mm-hmm. just using their service. Right. Which I mean is. Leads is different than marketing, I definitely think, because people go to them asking them for services, mm-hmm. and then they direct them to us, right. which I think is different than you know, them marketing us mm-hmm. and people yeah, calling true. us. Yeah, I think, I don't, like, I haven't run in any paid stuff. I think mm-hmm. What I tell people, uh, my big thing is like bringing value to, like basically don't push the sale at all, yeah. just like... So I would say, so you want to do like 80% of your stuff is like value to your followers. And then, mm-hmm. and then that 20% is like you saying like, hey, I, I pressure washer. Hey, I make websites like yeah, fill out this form or blah, okay. blah, blah. Just because like, I don't know, personally at least, like if I'm following a business on social media, like I don't just want to see like, hey, we sell, we sell, we sell, mm-hmm. we do this. Like I'm not following you to... Like yeah. Just basically, if you go what I mean, but if you provide value to your consumers, like, hey, this is like five quick tips of how to be effective on social media, or hey, this mm-hmm. is five quick tips on keeping your yeah blah 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 blah, and then it's the one like time you push getting the yeah, it's getting people interested in your idea without trying to sell something to them, right. It's like if you bring enough value and benefit to them, like the one time you do push the sale, mm-hmm. one, you're building yourself credibility because you're kind of saying, if because you want to bring value in your, so I bring value in my yep. digital marketing field. So I'm building credibility for myself, mm-hmm. proving I know what I'm talking about. And then when I do ask for the sale or they do need someone, they're like, hey, this guy has given me all this free stuff. Yeah. Or, all this value, like I'm gonna, I don't feel like 
as bad. Like if I'm just dropping five hundred mm-hmm. bucks or a thousand dollars, because I know it's going to some guy that's done stuff for me and knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Essentially. No, I I dig that. I dig that. So what I know you're you know you're rocking on Instagram, Facebook, anything else or uh, Twitter, LinkedIn. I have a Pinterest. I, it's basically just like reposts of graphics. Yeah, definitely. YouTube basically reposts of okay. the videos. But so, and I'm sorry because I'm not into marketing <laughs> too much. You're good, you're good. Um, is there any expansion for that? Like, obviously, you can upgrade. You know, your sites, your media mm-hmm. platforms, and stuff like this. But what's what's the next step after that? Um, I mean, I just need to build build the following. Mm-hmm. Just kind of get the follower count up. Um, I'll keep doing what I'm doing. Obviously, I started with zero followers yeah. on everything. Is, I mean, is there a chance of, you know, like a physical address that you could work at or? Um, some long-term goals for my business. Um, I'll definitely keep it rolling as um, basically a side hustle. Yeah, because you're a work-from-home side hustle yeah, right yeah. now. Um. But going out of college when I graduate, I want to get a get a get a job somewhere. Yeah. Just because, and then I'll obviously it'll keep it rolling. But from graduation on, it'll be a five p.m. to midnight sort of deal. Yeah. It'll be a eight to five sort of deal. But main reason behind that is basically gain more experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I can always once I get because I can't just learn everything on my own. Like I have to go work in a digital marketing agency, kind of yeah. see how they run, like how a big agency runs. Cause then one day if I want to step away 20 years from now and start it back up, obviously it'll still be a thing, mm-hmm. but I'll know way more about how to run the show. Yeah. Kind of, I've learned a lot already, but just it's kind of really no other way to gain the experience than to mm-hmm. actual, actually work okay. in an agency like that. Yeah, because I was hoping with this, with you being on the show, that if you know anyone has the idea mm-hmm. of even mowing lawns, <laughs> making T-shirts, Go for it. yeah, because you know where Savage Ruthless started. Yeah, you know, I actually just listened to that podcast like, exactly yesterday before I came on. The show. Oh, there you go. Now you know. <laughs> like it, it was a class project, and it mm-hmm. expanded into what yep. it is now. You know, like nobody would have known. Oh yeah, that if he you were would... to if you were to tell me. That I would be doing this, like even sitting here like a year ago yeah. today, like tell you like no way, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I just went for it, and it's like I'm making like an extreme amount of money or anything. But mm-hmm. I've definitely learned. Yeah, the first couple of years is it's it's all about your brand. Oh yeah, your name. It's all the foundation. Um, and you know, like I have the name in my show, you have the name in your marketing company. You know, so it you don't want to. Um, scrutinize, you know, the brand and, uh, like people listen to the show and they know that I don't have much of a filter. (laughs) They know a lot about me. They know that I'm pretty relaxed, laid back. Right. Um, but if I had my name on my pressure washing business, I don't, Mm -hmm. but if I did, you know, my work would immediately come back to me, not any of my employees, but Mm -hmm. right back to me. You know, so it's, you, you can't dismiss, um, what do I want to say? You got, you got to be careful yeah, when your name's in the brand. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean, I've even, uh, my dad always tells me about that. Yeah. He's just like, I mean, I know you're in college and I was in college too, but mm-hmm. 
it's different now that you have your own business. Like you yep. can't just do whatever you want because that Murray marketing, someone's going to see me doing something dumb or something yep. for say, and they're going to, Hey, that's a Murray marketing kid. Like I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to, and they go to your dad, like, <laughs> or it was more of like a, why would I trust that kid with my $500 a month yeah. sort of deal? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely changed some things up just by having my name on it. Yeah. Which I didn't really think about mm-hmm. until I actually did, like actually made the brand. Yeah. I mean, Murray Marketing, it, 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 it sounds good. It's a good name. I didn't know how I thought about it, how I actually thought of it. Um, it's like, you know, when you're ever like trying to go to sleep and your mind's yeah. just like rolling. all over the place. Yep. So it was one of those nights and I had already like the idea of kind of starting it up. Or just doing something. Yeah. Gary Vee was like, yeah, just do it, dude. Like the David Goggins. Like, why haven't you done it? So I was just like, yeah, I mean, sure. Let's do this thing. And I was just laying in bed. And I thought of like just like two mountains, like the two M's that are stacked Mm -hmm. is my logo. And I was like, all right, Murray Marketing. It's probably like, which someone else already is. Or there's like, I'm not the only, actually, I might be the only Murray Marketing that I've seen. But there's like Murray Media and like all the double M stuff. But that was pretty good at yeah. 30 or whenever I was laying in my bed. <laughs> was Because, I mean, you have some of those thoughts running through your mind and just you immediately get up out of bed and make a website or something. Yeah. Like, did you just get out of bed and make a Facebook page? or? Uh, <laughs> I actually just grabbed my phone and like pulled out my notes and just like started writing down, writing down all my stuff I was yeah. thinking of. And eventually, That's a good habit to get into. Work yeah. the next morning. but mm-hmm. And then I think just... I'm not 100% sure how it went, but I already had the idea, and then I was, then I had the name, and I just kind of kept going from there. I made a logo next, and yeah, I dig it. Yeah, I dig it. Um, so when it comes to the legality of your category of right, business, yeah. right? What what are you looking at? Like, if you want to become official, uh, official, official, are you looking at like an LLC? Are you looking like how does that work? So I haven't gotten to that point yet. That is, I've that's the next that step. With multiple people, yeah. Like, tax wise, like I just need to go to like whoever does my parents' taxes and yeah. kind of figure all that out. It's not it's not near as high of cost as people think. Yeah, for an LLC at least, you know. But like, what's your thought process when you're thinking about the legality of it, the the officiality of it? Um, I mean, the next step would be to become an LLC. Yeah. Okay. But I didn't know if there's any like different type of company that you have to register as being marketing. But. So no, it would just be the same as any other business. Okay. But I would have to get my name, the patent or the copyright on my yep. name and stuff, but, and then become the LLC. But okay, I think it would definitely be the next step. But at the time, it's I have to. I mean, get a little more revenue going. Definitely, kind of get yeah. big enough for the. For the fact of doing it, but we'll no, I, I I get that, yeah. And I mean, it's you know, you have to get yourself an agent. You have to register through the state. You have to, you know, make sure that your name's not taken yeah, already. Yeah. And all it's you know, it's it's a lot. You know, if you're just stepping right into it. Um, but no, man, that's awesome. I I like the idea of it. I hope it works out. Um, that's been fun. Yeah, definitely. So I mean. When somebody wants to advertise their business, make a website, anything like that, like when they come to you, like, hey, man, I've got this idea or I've got this business, 
What's what do you tell them? Like what's next? Um, So first, it would obviously be the lead. So they would DM me on Instagram. I'd reach out to them, uh, fill out a contact form on my website, Mm -hmm. blah blah blah. Uh, I would I would most likely give them a call, depending on if they put their phone number. Basically, respond to them, set up a thirty minute to an hour free meeting, just kind of get more details on what they're wanting uh, for a website, for example. So they would reach out to me. Um, I would set up a first meeting after the kind of the price cost, like rough estimate, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then it would be a deal where it's like, all right, what do you want your website to look like? And they would yeah. just give me kind of their image out of their head. I would take that, um, take it home, kind of build what I think based off their image. And then we would set up a follow-up meeting. Mm-hmm. I would kind of run through the what I think, give them a price point of how much it would cost. And then if they wanted to do it, we would do it, sign the contract, I'd build a first rough draft, and then go back to them, it'd be edits, and then there's like three rounds of edits, basically. Okay. And then if they're happy with it, then it's, then it's over. Okay, so I know you do like Google Ads and stuff like that, so... Um, explain to me how that works. You you get on Google Ads, you make their ads for them, and then they kind of pay you to keep that up, or yeah. So I'm actually doing Google Google Ads um, ad searches, or word Google Ad AdWords um, for a company right now, a small business here in town. And basically, how it works is um, so if you're running like two campaigns, like if you want like a general awareness campaign mm-hmm. and like a product specific campaign it would basically just be like a monthly fee for each campaign okay and then i create it i manage it well like i just run the whole thing they don't they approve it obviously before it starts running but besides that it's okay they don't have to do anything so everything comes to you and you control and organize the ads yeah so essentially how the adwords work so it's basically just like when you search on Google, like if you just type in a podcast, yeah. obviously like the top is the is the ads. So I would create the ad and then uh, you only pay for when people actually click on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can go in and see, it's basically like stocks. That's why I like it because you can yeah. see like your impressions and your clicks okay. and your costs and stuff like that. Um, but you can actually see like what search terms people are searching on and like what locations and stuff like that. Okay. So you want to check it. I check it like every day, just once a day, just to make sure like we're not getting clicks on like some term that's totally irrelevant, mm-hmm. stuff like that, and just kind of have it. So for this specific business, we're only have, we only have our ads in Nebraska, and then basically it's like a fifty mile radius, like outside the border. Okay. Because. Um, in their particular business, it wouldn't be relevant to show anywhere else because mm-hmm. they have to come physically to the store definitely in order to make a purchase. But yeah, it's um, it's pretty it's hard to learn, but once you understand it and kind of like know what you're doing, it's fairly simple to like do it well. Yeah, I get you. So, let's say 10 years down the line, you're working with, you know, 
you know quite a bit of people, quite a bit of companies. That's nice. yeah, a lo- I know it would be nice. <laughs> you know, it's good revenue and all this, but that's a lot of. Um, I don't want to say organizing. I want to say this be a lot of time. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, are you looking like I know you said a side hustle, mm-hmm. and you always got to be thinking long term. Not, not, I don't want to call it a side hustle. I don't like my part time. Basically, yeah, it's like my my small business. But yeah, it's like the <clears throat> if it takes you're off, putting in you're putting in the hours, but that those hours <clears throat> are yeah five p.m. to like midnight. If it takes off, you do it full time. Right. right. Oh yeah, definitely. For sure. You know. Okay, so it's it's. Basically, it's just like you need the. It's the your full time after your full time. It's just like I'm getting a part time job to have enough money to pay my rent, yeah. so I so I can keep the yeah. keep the business rolling. Definitely, yeah. Okay, I got you now. Um, so long term, after we become official, you know, after we finish school, um, you know, get a couple more customers. Are we thinking employees? Are we thinking? Like, I know this is a long ways down the oh, line, yeah. you know, I but mean, you always got to be thinking. So, my Grand Slam career goal is to become CMO of a Fortune 500. Okay. So, that'd right be, now, be nice. my track is um, kind of getting into level. I want to move. I want to go somewhere. Because around here, there's, um, like, the only marketing company close is Score down down here, downtown. Okay. Um, which they're, they do a great job. I actually, I interviewed for a job there last summer. I, I didn't, have, didn't end up getting it, but I like love all the people there that have met. Yeah, great. definitely. Well, I hope, you know, years down the line, they listen to this and they're like, <laughs> damn, we messed up. <laughs> no, I actually talked to them at the crew fair and it's like the position, the open, the position openings they have right yeah. now just aren't, aren't, um, not a good fit, but yeah. Um, yeah, so I'd want to graduate keep this rolling, kind of get an entry level at hopefully a large digital marketing mm-hmm. agency somewhere, who knows where. And then just kind of work, start working up the food chain, gain experience. Yeah. Um, and then I would, the reason I'm not getting my master's straight out of school is to have kind of, a lot of companies will pay for your master's or at least partially. Yeah. So then I would get that. And by that time, if I would get my master's, I would, probably be decently up in a, in a company mm-hmm. somewhere where it's necessary um, and then become a CMO and then I okay. think that's kind of the point where I'll be at a crossroads whether I want to keep being a CMO at like a larger and larger mm-hmm. company or if I want to break off and Do your own launch, my own, yeah. launch my own company because by that, by that point I'll have the leadership experience where I'll mm-hmm. know how to run run the show effectively and all that good stuff and also like all the digital marketing stuff that i know and okay learn as as well so you get a lot of entrepreneurs especially like elon musk gary v stuff like this to talk about school and education you know a lot of people and i'm not talking about pointless degrees out there i'm talking Mm -hmm. about people like who want to market that go to school for marketing right Mm -hmm. you know gary would probably you know, say, Hey, if you got the money, go for it. Um, but he'd probably say, just, just start, just start something. Right. So like, what's your opinion when it comes to higher education in your field? Um, I think it's definitely necessary just from like the business stuff. Personally, I've learned, 
probably 60, 65, 70% of the things I do just from the digital perspective on my own through certifications and things like that. Um, but there's just not a lot of, they're not really teaching a lot of the digital marketing stuff in schools yet, at least at UNK. Unless you take like a special class or. Right. Yeah. But if you want to be ready for kind of where marketing's going and where it already is, honestly, mm-hmm. there's a lot of free certifications out there. I've already, yeah. there's a, one of my little brother's friends in high school wants to kind of go into marketing and he just said, my little brother, uh, his friend reached out to me and kind of just, he, he wanted to be like my intern. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, I mean, I, I'd, I'd love to have you, man, but like I'm working for my, my room and it's just, it just wouldn't really, like I didn't wouldn't yeah. have anything for you to do. But I told him like, if, yeah, if I ever get like busy enough, like sure, like I wouldn't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. But basically I just told him like, start looking into stuff and getting those certifications, stuff like that. But so what type of, you know, what type of certifications are you talking about? So the first one I got <clears throat> was fundamentals of digital marketing through Google. And it was like a, it's like a 40 hour course, mm-hmm. but it basically just gave you, gives you like, the basics of everything like the Google ads, the Google display ads, like Google search. So it's all about Google. Yeah. It's gotcha. Yeah. Which that's what a lot of, and it's like social media ads too and stuff like that, but it's basically just like a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. And then I got Google AdWords certified. It's through Google as well. Also free. So that kind of taught me how to run those ad campaigns. And then I, just recently finished um, intro to Google Analytics, advanced Google Analytics, and then I passed my uh, Google Analytics personal certification exam like last week, which was it was hard, but <laughs> yeah, it was. I'm glad I got that done. It's uh, just a lot of stuff you can do now. Yeah, like just seeing what people are, how they engage with your ads or your website mm-hmm. or even your social media posts. You can see like who's coming to your website from like which exact click and stuff like that. Yeah. And I mean, having the certificates and the education, you know, that comes back to your name, right? Mm -hmm. If, if somebody came to town and wanted to start a business and they had two choices, they had Murray marketing and they had Murray marketing LLC, right? Which one are they going to go to? The LLC. The LLC. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now we have Murray marketing LLC or Murray marketing CMO. Right now, if they know what that is, they're going to go for the CMO if they <laughs> yeah, can afford exactly. it, you know? Um, so, I mean, that comes down to, you know, like, I mean, we'll take your dad, for example, are you going to go in and have, uh, I know he's not a surgeon or anything like that. Are you going to have a sur- surgery from nurse Murray or Dr. Murray? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It, yeah. So it comes down to your name, um, and how you, uh, we'll say your reputation, right. you know, in your career field. Yeah. Like it's not even... Like, obviously, it's because basically, like, my business right now is my name, but like, say it was, say I had like multiple people, it's not only like building my business credibility, but it's like going onto my resume as well. So it's mm-hmm. just like, if I want it, like, when I get that entry level job, it just kind of makes me more, more qualified and I yeah. just kind of have a will. Yeah, I mean, it makes. Murray makes you Murray Marketing makes you more qualified for these jobs because you have experience and vice versa. Because of the experience at this job, you can... It, it, so it reminds me of this story. I don't know names. I don't know places, anything like this. 
basically this um, <clears throat> hedge fund manager or something like this, some guy that has a buttload of money that invests a lot, had a receptionist, right? Had a, had a little office clerk. And basically, whenever he wanted to make an investment, he'd say, hey, put 500 mil into this, right? <clears throat> so she'd do it and then get on her phone and do it herself mm-hmm. with her money, right? She'd put not near as much, right, but yeah. she'd put her money in, right? So, I mean, completely legal, right? Mm-hmm. Because he's sharing the info with her, and then she just does it real quick on her phone, right? And she became a millionaire, That's right? Just, just because of what he was telling her. Right. Obviously, he's making way more than her. <laughs> he's just putting up way more money. Yeah, but, but super easy way for her to just, oh yeah, you know... Um, <clears throat> so it reminds me of that. I'm not. I'm not calling you an office clerk or anything. Like that. I'm just saying that you know you could use the info from this, um, you know, internships from these jobs that you start working, incorporate it into your product and your brand. Right. You know, it's gonna look. It's gonna make you look more knowledgeable, more experienced, and uh, you know, it's gonna give you ideas to look more professional. Oh yeah, like going off that. Like my year-long internship at the hospital. I was. You know Nate Plachek, don't you? I know the uh, name. So you would know his dad. He was... Anyways, Amanda Plachek was who I interned for. She's the marketing coordinator at it. Okay. Would you know what I... Like, the amount of stuff I learned from day one of September to, like, day... The last day yeah. in, in August was insane. Like, she taught me so much stuff. And so mm-hmm. I give a lot of credit to her of where I'm at now. And, like, I was running Google Ads at the hospital that was my like first time running it she's yeah. like yeah you got certified just go for it obviously she looked over it and stuff but that was kind of like my trial run of running mm-hmm. it so i obviously learned a lot while doing that and that's a big reference oh yeah being a hospital you mm-hmm. know so i mean you know if like any of your customers are like do you have any references or anything mm-hmm. like that? oh pff, carney regional <laughs> you know yeah. like that oh. gave me uh sorry to interrupt you but um they give me a lot of, because you have to be really official. Because mm-hmm. I ran, I kind of ran a lot of the social media too. So I was like making the posts and like yeah. doing all this. And um, we got to a point where like, obviously when I was there in September, like she would look over him. But then I was like building that trust. And I kind of learned how to, like you got to be professional. Because mm-hmm. if, if I were to post like the wrong thing or something like that, like it would be in the Carney Hub. It would yeah. be on the news. Definitely. Like, like, so I definitely learned, like, triple, triple yeah. check, whatever you're going to post. Keeping the politics out, yeah. and, you know, stuff like that. I mean, oh, gosh, where was I going with this? It's, uh, gosh dang it. <laughs> you got those ideas, and they're, they're rolling through your head, and you didn't put them in your notes it. on your phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, no kidding. But, yeah, man, that's, that's huge. Um, especially, I mean, it's a small town. Right, proportionally compared to a lot of other cities, right? But there's a lot of big news that happens here, mm-hmm. surprisingly. Yeah. Um, Carney Tyronado, um, a couple of years ago while I was overseas, their American flag dropped, right? And a police officer drove by, picked it up, folded it, and everything, mm-hmm. put it there. It was on Fox News. Oh, yeah. Right? Just because, you know, at the time there was a lot of political adversary and. Um, Tensions mm-hmm. and so, anyways, um, but they interviewed the owners of Carney Tarnado, and I'm only saying this because I worked there when I right. first came home. Yeah. Um, 
And they basically just talked about, you know, how proud they were to be from Carney, how proud they were of the officer. And if, imagine if they would have made a political statement. Oh, it was, you know, yeah. Um, or, yeah, like if you were on the uh, on social media of, you know, Carney Regional, and um, I don't I don't really know what... Like, what um, I so don't the know, big yeah. thing there would have been, like... I mean, I didn't... So Amanda would do all, like... The, so, like, yeah. the COVID stuff was the big deal. So, COVID, so definitely. So she, she yeah. did the COVID stuff, because that was, like... That's huge. You're teetering the line, like, mm-hmm. you, you want to basically... I don't know how... She did a great job. Like, that's basically how I got the job in the first place is because that was kind of like prime COVID and it was, uh, we'd always call it a dumpster fire. Like, it was such yeah. like a dumpster fire of like every single day there was something new. Something new. So, yeah, it was, that was the, that was like the political mm-hmm. example, but. What a mess. What a mess was, last year was. That was nuts. Like, and I, <laughs> it's a whole different perspective once like I started working there because I kind of <clears> like the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. And, like, I was like, damn, I didn't realize it was this bad. Like, I'm yeah. just some college kid, mm-hmm. like, just living life still. And yeah. I find out, like, all this kind of background stuff and stuff like that. But, well, I mean, we'd get those uh, update emails, you know, being a UNK student of how many students and teachers mm-hmm. are infected, um, quarantine, stuff like that. You know, it's like, holy cow. Like, weekly at the... Right now, it's not near as bad. But, like, you know, last year, weekly, it was like, oh, some thousand students are quarantined or, you know. What? (laughs) (laughs) It was nuts. Yeah, I mean, overseas... I was overseas when COVID started, right? And they closed down all the bases. No one was allowed to enter out. No food in or out. Mm -hmm. So it was just MREs. Like, gyms were closed. Um, Our cafeterias were closed. Like, if you were doing PT, if if you were caught working out, you'd get arrested. That is nuts. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it was a whole different world. Yeah, and like, too. you know, like people here were complaining about wearing a mask in Walmart. I was in full combat kit <laughs> wearing a mask in the desert. Jeez, that's nuts. <clears throat> Anyways. Yeah, going off that Carney stuff too, did you see uh, Did you see the, uh, Blake Schroeder, the football? Blake Schroeder, he was on ESPN. So I don't know if you saw it on Twitter or nothing. You'll have to look after. But, yeah. Um, so Blake Schroeder plays D-line for UNK. He's from Holdridge. Okay. And they played Lincoln last Saturday, Lincoln University, not UNL. They're mm-hmm. from Missouri. Same in the MIAA. But there's this polling guard. He plays D-line. So there's this polling guard from Lincoln, and he, you'll have to see the video. It's, it's nuts. But So he takes on this polling guard and pancakes the offensive lineman. Like usually the O-lineman pancakes, like the D-lineman, yeah. he pancakes the, the OL. And he made it on uh, ESPN. Like they were like, they were showing all these pancakes, and he was like the bonus pancake, yeah. and they were all going insane. Like, <laughs> I love it, I love it, and yeah. like all this. So it was pretty cool. You have to send that to me. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, it's it's all over Twitter right now, but it's it's just pretty cool, like seeing a Holdridge kid, like, yeah, all over ESPN, and it's not like he's got a highlight. Like the guys were like going nuts. Yeah, so shout definitely. Out, shout out Blake Schroeder. Yeah, no kidding. That's crazy. Yeah, um, yeah it's it's kind of nice seeing, um, you know big news um talk about like carney or you know a student or something like that mm-hmm. um oh i'm trying to think of an instance i think it was i, I might have been blake quintana who was on the news for boxing he just fought in uh, yeah washington Mary, some, maine i think it was somewhere over in the East maryland Coast. or something yeah. uh, over there yeah he fought he fought pretty good lost by points that's why i heard it was close um but yeah he's a he's a heck of a fighter I think that was his first loss mm-hmm. yeah, as a pro fighter. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to get him on the show to talk about that. 
He yeah, he'd be a good one to have. Yeah, I've I've had him on three times. Um, he really likes being on the show. Um, he's a yeah, super nice for guy. Me too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course. Of course. We'll do. It. I like doing updates with do people. That people that I get along with, I like doing updates throughout. You know the year. Um, because right now, you know, you you're two months in. He said. Yeah. Roughly. Roughly. Yeah. I mean, you know, hearing about two, three, four, I mean, five yeah. more months if we do it again. It could be way different. Just to look at the update. Mm-hmm. You know, where you're like. Maybe you're official. Maybe you're like, screw school. I dropped out. You know, like, you know, a lot of stuff can happen. Yeah, a lot of stuff can happen. Um, but I'm excited for that. I'm excited for you. What time is it? We got we're eight forty-five. Oh, we're rolling. How's oh yeah. Your business. Let's talk about your business. Yeah, let's do it. So, um, I got home from Iraq and uh, I started the podcast. Um, and I was working at Carney Tarnado. Um, nothing against them. It just wasn't for me. And, uh, I was making okay money working 50 hours a week and going to school. And I was just like, you know, screw this. Good for you. That's a lot of of time. And I, I noticed that my grades were slipping because I was working way too much. And so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull out of this job. So I started Mm -hmm. serving tables at Alley Rose, um, same amount of money, half the hours. <laughs> um, so that's my, I guess you can call it my main job. Um, and then I do the podcast every now and then. And then I started the pressure washing business back in June. Ju- yeah, June. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, I was on TikTok and some pressure washing videos popped up. That was a big deal for a while. On it was, yeah. And it was like super satisfying to watch, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that was, that was and I see this one TikTok of this guy. He's like, I'm tired of working for people. I'm becoming my own boss. You know, like a f- super cringe TikTok video. <laughs> uh, and I noticed the pressure washer that he got was the same one I was looking at about a year ago. Uh, and they had it at Menards. And, uh, okay, well, I'm going to go to Menards. And I was on duty at this time. I was... I was uh, um, I was on duty for about two weeks, and so I had some money at the time. And I go to Menards, and I see the same pressure washer, and it's like top of the line, like one of the best you can get at Menards. And um, I said, "Screw it, I bought it." Right? I had hadn't hadn't marketed, hadn't done anything to get out there. Right? It was the middle of summer, like close to the end of the season. Once you hit August, it's about the end of the season. Um, and I hit up, I get on Facebook. I was like, "Would anyone in the Midwest area, like, or not Midwest, the Tri-City area, like to get, uh, you know, pressure washed. And I had, like, 20 people really? hit me up, right? You're not supposed to post services on Marketplace. Oh. They immediately take it off, right? But the first time I put it on there, I had about 20 people hit me Did up. Did you get their info before they took it down? So they took the post down, but I was already messaging these people, oh, okay. right? So... And I, they were talking like, oh, I need my house cleaned, I need my deck cleaned, I need driveway clean, oil spots, roof, like just a bunch of stuff, mm-hmm. right? And I spent, up front, I spent $900 on all the equipment that I would ever need. Um, chemical, pressure washing, hoses, stuff like this, right? Which is not, it, it, if you think about it, it's not a huge upfront cost right. in any in way. Lot, lot, right? And it fits, it all fits in the back of my truck, right? And so the very first person that I go pressure wash for um, was Kamal, the Mexican mm-hmm. restaurant yep. here in town, right? And that one job took me about four or five hours, and it paid for half of my upfront costs. 
like that. See, that's what I mean. Like that's what I was saying about like, yeah. the lead stuff. Like yeah. the cost per lead. Mm-hmm. Like, there you go. Fifty percent. Yeah, cost it took me three jobs to start profiting. That's right, nice. and that's paying off equipment, all the gas, mm-hmm. like three jobs, and I started profiting. And um, um, now it's it's coming to a point where we we have a name. We're becoming an LLC. Like companies are asking for like employee tax numbers that, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's becoming bigger. And so the first, the first name we had was Carson's Outdoor Cleaning, right? Like I said about having your name on something like that, it makes you more liable than normal. And, um, the buddy that I have, he lives in Grand Island. He, he does that side of Nebraska. Um, we're both combat vets, right? And we're like, let's do something patriotic, right? So we're like spray and pray. Oh, I like it. Spray and pray. And then, like, we have flags and stuff like this. And um, so it's a, you know, it, it goes well with what we've been through. And we always push the, push the fact that we're uh, combat owned, mm-hmm. combat veteran owned and operated. Um, and we've gotten, we've gotten businesses where, and like real estate agents telling us, you know, we picked you guys just because you're vets. Oh, yeah. And we wanted to people. support that, you know. Um, because there are way more professional, bigger companies that would do it, the same job, you know. Would you say your price point is about the same as the big companies, or definitely? So a lot of these companies are charging a flat rate by the hour or by square footage, mm-hmm. right? And I had a guy. His name was Sean, just north of town. He uh, um, he's a property owner. He says he owns about 75 houses in a, a Minden, right? And I'm like, must, must be nice. And he was a vet too. And the only reason he picked me out of the hundreds of contractors that he knows is because of the veteran part. Right. And um, I did his whole house and stuff like this. And he goes, um, I, I give him his price. Like his whole house, is uh, his deck and all this stuff. And I said $500, right? Which for, a, for about a six or seven hour job was, was reasonable. And he goes, you know, can we do 400? And so I start doing research about what the local companies would cost. And their cost came out to something like $700, mm-hmm. right? Because they go by square footage. Yeah. And he has a really big house. And I go, so listen up. I want to work with you, definitely, because, you know, you're, you're definitely a gateway to a lot of properties. I want $500 for the whole job. This company just down the street wants $700-something dollars. You want to pay four hundred. I'll meet you in the middle at four fifty, mm-hmm. right? So I dropped, you know, lower than what I wanted, yeah. which is way lower than what the big companies want, right? So they're like, oh, you know, I'm saving this much money, and he's trying to help me out, you know, like, so yeah, and you got to work with people as long as you're profiting, mm-hmm. and being paid for your time yeah. is a big one. Um, yeah, the reason I ask is just, I mean, my competitive advantage is I'm not as expensive yeah. as. Like you, I do good work, so I, um, my prices reflect like, <laughs> I like what I, what I'm worth essentially. Yeah. But that's still a lot less <laughs> than other places you could Definitely. go. So yes. Yeah. Obviously, when I'm getting started too, like, and it's I'm, a scary thing. Yeah, that's why you need lower. to build an, a brand because, yeah. like, I don't, I don't want to come to somebody who's been doing it for two months and be like. Um, like, hey, I'm I'm about to give you 500 bucks a month, mm-hmm. you know, for something that I don't even know if people are gonna see. Right. You know. Yeah. That's that was my main thing starting out too. Like I'm, 
my price points are um, lower than other places you would mm-hmm. go, and the main reason behind that is to get once I get my kind of customer yeah. portfolio going and like have that credibility even more, then I can kind of start mm-hmm. raising it back up because people will be able to like see the work I do mm-hmm. and not just kind of believe what I'm saying. Yeah, definitely, sense. and. You know, I'm glad that you mentioned that because it reminded me of what I completely forgot a couple of minutes <laughs> ago. So, um, marketing, I mean, a lot of people think of marketing as, you know, um, making ads for them or making a website for them, stuff like that. Not going to lie, anyone with a brain cell can make a website. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's like Wix.com and stuff like this make it so easy to make a website, right? Mm-hmm. Your job is to make what you think their customers and consumers are going to want to look at, mm-hmm. right? So you have to think about the customer and, you know, like, sure, you got to take the input from the person that wants this website and stuff like this, but you also got to be thinking about what the person that's, you know, looking for this product or service is looking for. Right. Um, so you got to think like the customer um, when you're building these websites and brand- and making brands for people because that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You are getting paid to help make their brand and their name. Yeah, and then basically, yeah, so like making that website, yeah, like you said, like it's not terribly, de- like you could manage to build a mm-hmm. website if you if you go kind of learn how to do it. But yeah, but it's all like you're more organized. You're going to be right. more like, hey, this looks better than this, you know, and like because I've made websites before, like for the podcast, I have one. It was it was easy to make. I like it. It's organized. But I also made one for. Um, a blog that I had while I was overseas mm-hmm. and it was just a mess. Yeah. Cause I mean, you can always get the design down, but, mm-hmm. uh, where people don't know is like the SEO and stuff like that, like the search engine optimization Okay, and kind of small businesses you want to hit like the long tail keywords. So like mm-hmm. the, that means it's like the search terms. Like when you type in like podcast, obviously like podcast will be the number one search term most popular, but the long tail will be like, I don't know, entrepreneur podcast or something mm-hmm. like the, it's the less, the longer search terms with less search volume that are already still getting search volume because you're never going to be like, you're never going to rank higher than like Joe Rogan's website yeah. when someone types in podcast, mm-hmm. but you can rank higher on like the longer ones with less search volume but still enough where they're worth targeting and it's kind of like stuff like that. Definitely. That kind of is where I bring value and Mm -hmm. just kind of the, the ranking itself. Yeah. I mean like, and it depends on it. It definitely depends on the business. I agree. Like for pressure washing. Yeah. Pressure washing uses more needed for like, sure. You can have it as like an online presence. So it's mm -hmm. easier to be found and contacted. That's the big thing is being contacted. It's basically just have one up. Yeah, but the biggest thing for me is having, like, yard signs, mm-hmm. right? So while I'm working, place a yard sign in their lawn. That way anyone's coming by can see, oh, okay, he's pressure washing, cleaning the house, whatever. Here's his number, um, you know, and then, like, flyer, you know, the simple stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, kids do when they want to mow lawns. <laughs> Flyers, yard signs is the best thing you could do for, like, contracting. I like the yard sign idea. That's a hell of an idea. Yeah. Um, whenever I'm working on a house, I place the yard sign. I just have one yard sign. That's all you need. Right? Yeah. I need. I want to get more and place them all over the Tri City area. But the, the the property I'm working on at the time gets one yard sign the whole time I'm working. Mm-hmm. 
if it's a busy, you know, road or um, right. a bunch of houses or something like that, just so that when people see me, they're like, what is he doing? You know, like they, oh, there's a pressure washer there. Right, right. I should clean my house, you know, like, cause you're supposed to clean your roof once or twice a year. You're Johnny, supposed most to. People, most people have yeah. no idea. You know, I like, no idea. Mo- you're supposed to like at least wash your house once a year. You know, people don't know this. There's people going years without cleaning their stuff. You know, like I could clean, I could clean a brand new sidewalk that's been up for a year and you'd see a huge difference. Mm-hmm. You know, like people are just like, oh, concrete, you know, I'll make, I can, I can, you know, if you're trying to sell your house, I can add $50,000 to your, you know, to your price target just by cleaning your driveway. Have you ever thought, um, do you think it's pretty normal for people to do that? Like, or do you think a lot of people don't? Like, when, say you're selling your house, like, do you think a lot of people already know to clean the driveways and stuff, or do you think... No, no, not at all. So the reason I ask is, uh, I mean, I think a thing for you to do is basically just drive around and find for sale signs yeah. and just, like, slip a business Yeah, card definitely, and, like, any houses that are for sale on Facebook, I contact the owner mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But it's, like, people, when they're trying to sell a house or rent an apartment... What are they focused on? They're focused on the interior, exactly. right? They're focused on making it look modernized, clean, and whatever. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna try to get the grass green. They're gonna try to mow the lawn and make the bushes look clean, right? But if you have a bunch of oil stains or tire marks in your driveway, like yeah. that's that's you're gonna see that every day when you go home. And the thing, like that's the first impression, like because mm-hmm. when they drive by, that's obviously how they first yep. find out about the house. Or online, but yeah, it's like oil stains, tire marks, uh, firework marks, chalk from the kids, anything like that. I can get off in an hour, you know. Um, and people think that the prices are. Some people think that the prices are a little bit too much. I'm like, this is a clean that's gonna like. You can't find like a car wash isn't gonna last you a year. Yeah, that's why it's so cheap, right? Like a car wash here. Here's ten bucks to wash my car. It's clean for a week, right? You give me $200, I clean your driveway, it's clean for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. There's a difference, you know. It's not me just flinging water all over the place trying to get some (laughs) dirt off. No, like this is a deep clean that's going to last a long period of time. Um, But that's also why I didn't want my name in the brand. You know, we'll we'll circle back to that conversation. It comes down to liability. Mm -hmm. It comes down to, you know, like what if I was pressure washing this driveway, it flung a rock and cracked the dude's truck. The, the, the glass or something. Yeah, it's possible. It's never happened, but it's possible, right? right? Yeah. Well, now it comes down to, well, you're not an LLC. You don't have insurance. Um, so you got to pay this out of pocket. Um, and then, it, you know, he writes a crappy Google review or something like that. You know, it's like, well, we had to get a run, you know. <laughs> Dude, those reviews will get you. Oh, I mean, well, it's yeah. the thing is with those, um, it's either very good very bad. Like, yeah. You don't get too don't, much in the middle. They, people don't go review on Google yeah. because they were satisfied. They yeah. went because you did a very great job yeah. or you did something that made them extremely mad. Yeah. And they are like ranting on Google. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, what do you think about, I don't, I don't, I've never thought about this until now. What would you say about if, if let's say I have a pressure washing business, right? And... I, I'm cleaning a bunch of houses all over town, right? And I said, hey, I'll give you a 10% discount if you write a good idea. review on yeah. Google. You know, I actually tell, um, I, 
this whole interior design business, I've told a couple other people. Uh, for example, like an idea I had for a bar downtown was because the Google reviews are and Facebook reviews mm-hmm. are so say you type in like food near me, like if you have a lot of good reviews and are like five stars mm-hmm. or like pressure washing near me, like say your business has a lot of good reviews and just a lot in general, you'll be you'll, at the top. You'll rank higher than yeah. for a company that has like zero. Mm-hmm. So I told like a place downtown. I was like, yeah, just put them on your table. Like, put, like, a little QR code. Hey, leave us a, leave us a review on Google. Like, you obviously want it to be honest. Yeah. But, and we'll give you a free beer. Or we'll give you 10% off. Okay. So, I think with your business, too, um, for, like, the website I just uh, got done with. Like, I reached out to them. and was like, hey, if you wouldn't mind, like, can you give me a review on Facebook and Google? Like, an mm-hmm. honest review. I'd really appreciate it. Like, obviously, optional. But... Yeah, for you, like, when you get done, just be like, hey, if you want to leave me a review, I don't know, because they probably don't get their driver's pressure loss, like, that often, but I guess... No, that's a once or twice a year thing. 10%, 15%, mm-hmm. I mean, anybody would do it. Like, I would leave a good review for yeah. 15%. Uh, which, I mean, there's a, there's a lot you can wash. Yeah. Like, pressure washing wood is super satisfying. Um, there's a company here in town, TNT Mobile, shout out. Um, they wash farming equipment. In the middle of Nebraska, that's a pretty good idea, right? They're washing snow plows in the winter. They're washing um, harvesters, you know, in harvest season and tractors and all this stuff. Stuff that gets muddy and gets the job done. Mm-hmm. They're washing it for the farmers, you know, which I mean, there's a huge market for cleaning services because people don't want to clean. No. <laughs> I don't, <clears throat> I don't, sorry, I don't want to clean. <laughs> That's why we go through a car wash because I don't want to yeah. wash my car. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's, it's definitely a work in progress. The long-term goal there, get some employees, um, get a manager running it. And I kind of just want to be in the shadow collecting profit. Hey, that's the, that's the that goal. That is the goal and the golden, um, prize of yeah. owning your own business. Yeah. I'm here to make some businesses, hire managers and take profit. Yeah. Cause I mean, the long-term goal, obviously of any business owner is to get to the point where you don't have to work yep. and you just get that profit for mm-hmm. the remainder yeah. of the life of there until you sell it or you pass it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, it's, it's a work in progress. We picked up, um, CPI, their account. So mm-hmm. we're cleaning all their stuff. Uh, we're working with Bosselman Travel Centers right now. Rolling. Yeah. We're, we're, we're trying. Um, so we're, we're hoping to hit the season hard next summer. Um, through the winter, we want to become official, get you know newer equipment, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going pretty well. And it's super satisfying. Mm-hmm. Like, I got some pretty bad OCD when it comes to cleaning. Right, so if like if I'm cleaning a driveway or a house, and you know if 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 I'm noticeably missing a spot or um, making marks, like I, I I'll slow down and go through it oh, just because yeah. it's so satisfying, you know. Pressure washer. That's that's literally like how this got brought up, like the TikToks. Like yeah, it was a thing because like people just enjoyed watching. They're, yeah, they're so fun to watch. Yeah. So now what I do, I need to make TikToks, but um, TikTok is the. the I mean, you should make a LinkedIn too. Yeah, especially because you're like B two B. I mean, you're B two C and B two B, but LinkedIn. Yeah, LinkedIn's I'll... a big one for B two B. Okay, um, 
But yeah. It, so right now to market, you know, for pressure washing, before and after pictures are huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then videos like during. Because I have a big old 18-inch surface cleaner that like while I'm walking, you'll see the, the dirty right. side over here and then this side being cleaned. And, you know, so it's super satisfying to watch. Yeah, TikTok. This is that you want to... Uh... I'd like to talk a little bit about because you mean you were talking about it before uh, your plans for the podcast. I know you want to go like more oh gosh entrepreneur stuff. I yeah, think be, I think so. Be the last topic. If people if people follow the uh, the Facebook and Instagram, I made a post a couple days ago last week, I think, um, about kind of the the plans for the podcast. Right, like I want to I want to have a community of and you were the first person I told. By the way, I looked at that text. I edited it a little bit. I was going to say, because it looked... Yeah. I didn't know if you thought about it. Like, that was how you thought of that text. Because I basically kind of got, like, a yeah. pretty similar version of what Yeah, you so basically, I texted you that. And that yeah, was, like, cool. I was... My, my girlfriend was driving me to her house and uh, in Kennesaw. And the whole time, I was texting you this, right? The whole time, I was kind of just thinking. I was like, okay, I like that. Send. Boom. And then I read it over again. I was like... Oh my lord! It got me pretty fired up. I got hyped, right? <laughs> like I was like, <clears throat> like I was. My girlfriend was annoyed at the time, but I was super hyped. And uh, I go to my notes, right? And I said goals, mm-hmm. right? Just at the top, I copy and pasted the text that I sent you onto there, and then I added a little bit, and I uh, I added it a little bit, and I was like, oh my lord, this it's going down. Yeah. Like it, yeah, it got me hyped, and so I posted it. <laughs> Got a lot of lot of lot of good attention, um, and people were getting hyped. People were sending you know fire emojis and stuff like this. And I was like, I was like, I yeah, I like this because that that money motivation mindset is kind of kind of how I'm living right now. You know, like I want to make money. I'm I look for motivation and everything, and mindset is everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I got I posted that, and I just started working on. Um, topics for the shows right i wanted to get business owners in um you know people that are big into stocks you want to talk about stocks you want to talk about real estate you want to talk about marketing entrepreneurship business owners stuff like this right because like um the bricks bar sponsors the podcast scott wants yeah, to scott, be on the show scott does a really good job. yeah scott wants to be before. on the show and we're, we're trying to schedule that um he's a busy guy mm-hmm. but um like I want people that, not necessarily, you know, because money isn't everything. Obviously, right. I don't want people that are just all about the money. I want people that are all about the money that have a personality and a life. You know, because yeah. um, <clears throat> you you found a passion of marketing, right? You're not like you're not doing it. I don't want to say like that strict, you're not. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not doing it like strictly just to make money. just to make money. Like. I, like uh, but you have to make a living, yeah, so yeah, you know yeah. you know you know there's a difference. Like I can like I can work all day, and like it'll be like fun. Yeah, like, you're you're gonna be happy to go right. work. Yeah, you know. Now I want people that are super motivated because money's not all of it. It's the motivation and mindset. I want people that have the mindset to wake up every day to go to work, hustle, make some money, become their own boss, um, sell that house, um, make it huge in stocks. You know, make their own company. You know, I want those people on the show to talk about their journey, how they did it, and then their goals to maybe motivate right. someone else. You Basically, know? I mean, 
for that guy that's like listening to it, like sitting on the couch listening, like yeah. have this big idea in their head, but they haven't actually done anything yet, like kind of motivate them. Yeah. Like, all right, let's do and it. They, let's I'd hope they take a lot from this show, especially because now when when you're sleeping or trying to sleep, can't sleep, and you have ideas going through your head, business idea. Get your notes out. Start writing down what you're thinking. You know, because like <clears throat> when I came home, I had no no idea I was going to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. I ran into a buddy that was not doing good whatsoever when I, before I left. Right, like. He was living with terrible people, hated his job, he was depressed, family issues, stuff like this, right? I come home, this guy's working out, bought a house, he's a manager at his company, he's trying to become a pastor, like, complete 180, Mm -hmm. right? And the conversation we had on the sidewalk on campus lasted about four hours on the sidewalk. And I realized that, you know, with COVID, with being gone for a year, that, like, the... uh, the appreciation and respect that a simple conversation can grant you, you can't find that on social media. You can't really? find that, you know, anywhere. Talking to people yeah, that's real. is extreme. Like, talking yeah. to you is like face-to-face. Like, yeah. it's, it's legit. You can't like, yeah. it's real body body mm-hmm. language and you can't yeah. just like fake it. And it's also, you know, it's it's marketing for yourself. It's, it's, it's social cool. outreach and I'm trying to think of the word they use when you're meeting people. A networking networking there we go yeah <laughs> well that's i mean it's a big thing nowadays too it's yeah. basically who you, it's a lot of it's who you mm-hmm. know and like this place has that um entrepreneur uh networking or whatever the creators club creators club yeah that's yeah, that's I, crazy i went to that um the first month i liked it a lot i mean mm-hmm. we were gonna go the the last month i wasn't able to go yeah i want to try to go with you next time we we get the chance uh, it's probably this thursday isn't it I think it's the last Thursday of the month, unless it's the second last Thursday. We'll see. We'll have to figure it out. But um, yeah, I I want a community, a commu- community. Um, I stumble upon my words sometimes. I want a community of straight hustlers that wake up every morning super motivated to make money, mm-hmm. right? In a healthy way. <sighs> I had McDonald's this morning. A little, a little burpee. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I want like... I got a lot of thoughts going through my head because you brought it up. Yeah, I'd like to give you. I'll give you my two cents. Today. Yeah, let's. I want to hear what you have to say about what I said to you. Um, so I I like listening to a lot of like entrepreneur podcasts mm-hmm. and marketing podcasts. One because I enjoy it, and then two because I can learn a lot from them. Yeah. Um, but I think it would be cool if you would have like because you want to do like the whole entrepreneur hustler genre in a sense like mm-hmm. maybe break that down into like episodes so if you wanted to do like a 30 40 minute episode of like basically if you like for to bring scott in here yeah which yeah you could do a long you could do a long version but i think you could make like a cutout maybe of the long version of just one topic so for say like how he targets like the college market because yeah. that's that's his target market yep. and he does a the phenomenal job, job yeah. he does it i've told him that before i was like dude like you you're killing it like mm-hmm. just keep doing all that just or just like little business basically if you'd like type into google like hey how do you start a business or like how do you manage employees like you could just do like little episodes or like me like yeah. the basics of like digital marketing like things like that mm-hmm. 
but from a personal point of view, I like listening to like the basically just like the topics in a sense. I don't know if yeah. you're picking up what I'm saying, but just like the base. I don't know. No, I yeah, I, I get you completely. Kind of just breaking it down, so it's you know like when you're driving to Lincoln or something, you can yeah. catch an episode without you know because I mean like a two hour episode is not you know it's it could it could lose attention right. very quickly um, when you can pack a bunch of content into half an hour, it's a lot better for you. And the only reason why I ha- I haven't started doing that until now is because. Before the topic change, it was just conversations mm-hmm. with anyone, right? right? Just because, like I said, that conversation, you know, it, it helps with networking and stuff like that. And it did very well. Mm-hmm. If you look at the numbers on our hosting site, it did very well. 12 different countries, a couple thousand different listeners. Um, it's, it's crazy, right? It like, looks... who would have known me talking to my friends would get listeners in China and Germany it's and nuts, yeah. stuff, you know? But... You know, people have friends and family all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when I talk to Blake Quintana, he's got a huge following. Yeah. Right? And Corey, it's after that Corey episode. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I want uh, short term. I want... It's all about your circle. It's all about who you have in your circle. You can't be going out to the... Uh, and I'm saying this because I do it. You, you got to stop going to the bars with, you know, friends from high school that just talk about the old days, the good days. Mm-hmm. It's not helping you. Um, Said, uh, one of the podcasts I, I listen to, it's uh, Entrepreneurs on Fire is mm-hmm. what it's called. Uh, it's a pretty big podcast, but one of the things like the host always ends with is uh, like you're an image of three of the four people you hang out yeah. with. And he's always like, well, you just hung out with me and whoever he's with. So you're already on the right track yeah. or something like that. So yeah. from what you're saying, like you want to surround yourself. Like mm-hmm. if, if I tell someone about my business and they're like, oh, that's stupid or something. I'm like, all right, like, cool. I'm not going to hang out. Not, like, you, you know, it's, you can tell me whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm still going to do it, but like, you gotta, you're not going to support yeah. me. Like it's fine. Do your thing. But mm-hmm. you've got to know the difference between disrespect and, uh, I guess, unsupportive yeah basically what I'm like trying to get at is like you want to surround yourself with like the people with the same like mindset yeah definitely you want to surround yourself with people that support you you know whether they're in that field or not right you know like I'm not a marketing person I'm not a power washer (laughs) exactly but I know we'll support each other just fine yeah um you know and I know that you have your ambitions and goals which is why, you know, you being in my circle would not upset me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, vice versa, having, you know, people that go to the bars every weekend, people that, you know, aren't, they're just, they're going to work is one thing, right? Going to work, complaining about work and not doing anything on your free time is another, right? Because a lot of people, they get home from work. A lot of people get home from work and they're like, I'm tired. I don't want to, I don't want to go out. I don't want to. I, I don't have any ideas. You're not tired. You're unmotivated. Mm-hmm. There's a huge difference. Okay. You're not burnt out. I promise you, if you got off work and had something that motivated you, you'd be on your feet, like straight hustling. So if you listen to any David Goggins stuff. Yeah, definitely. He's a... His story, at least. I haven't yeah. listened to too much. I listen to a lot of... So I got on a big... I'm, a, I'm like 10 pages away from finishing his book. Mm-hmm. I recommend it. Also a book I recommend 
Have you read any of Gary Vee's books? No. Crushing It's a really good one. Crushing It? Um, it's one I read. I'm sure they're all good, but... Yeah. He... It's basically... It's basically just, like, entrepreneur stories mm-hmm. and, like, success through social media, and it gives you, like, yeah. different... Because he got me going through flipping garage sales. Have oh, you seen yeah. those? My little brother like, actually does that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not, you can't do too much of that here, but... My little brother, he's actually made like some decent money. Dude. Really? Like, he'll just go on Facebook and like find all the garage sales. He'll go to everyone. Okay, and right on. He's a little hustler, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've done it at like Goodwill and like the Salvation Army. Like lamps, coffee mugs, stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. Yeah. But... But yeah, I said if, uh, I definitely want to come back on the podcast. Definitely, that'd be nice. Um, Which even if it's like not a, I don't know, like an update in a couple months. Yeah, like, more just, just to sit down and hit a topic one time. Definitely, and, I'm down. The my goals right now with the podcast are to get new equipment. I'm trying to work with sponsors. I'm trying to get new sponsors because I only have two mics. Mm-hmm. They're not the they're not the best. They work. Um, I'm trying to get four mics total. I can I, I can support four headsets. I need a mixer to support four microphones, and then I need four microphones. Yonda's gives me a little bit of a discount, but it's still a lot of money for that equipment. Um, so once I get four mics, I can have you know three other people talking about a topic. That's a lot of ideas, um, and a lot of you know different opinions about certain things. So that's kind of that's that's the goal by the end of the, by sometime next year I'd like to have new equipment mm-hmm. and it'd be nice to have you on when that happens. Um, but yeah, I guess I, I guess real quick we'll just finish up on advice you'd have for marketing students or somebody that wants to get into that 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 reign. Um, some advice I'd give um, definitely dive into the free certifications. Um, they're not terribly time consuming depending on which one you do and it gives you like you'll find out if you enjoy it or not yeah and then try to find internships uh like if you're in high school shadow somebody for free Mm -hmm. but in college for sure like try to get them early as you can because i didn't really know if i enjoyed it until my internship yeah and i just emailed her and reached out to her like it wasn't a I basically just bothered her until yeah. she finally said yes, essentially. But it yeah. worked out, and that's basically how I got rolling into mm-hmm. all this. Yeah, I guess you know certifications. You know, as many as the free stuff helps, right? You know, and uh, you know whether it's knowledge or certifications or stuff like that. And then probably just you know building a brand and a yeah. name for yourself, reputation is kind of everything oh, when yeah. you start a business. Um, you know, if you uh, you know, if you're getting, if you get a company car, it's probably best not to go to the bars every night, you know, <laughs> with it, kidding, you know, so it comes down to brand and reputation and then, um, knowledge, you know, cause that brand, that reputation is going to bring people to you and then that knowledge is going to keep them, yeah. you know? So I, I, I like what you're doing. I think it's a good start. Um, you know, if you, if you, if you ever need anything, ask, um, if you ever want to be on the show again. Definitely. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, all you uh, people trying, maybe thinking about ideas, just mm-hmm. go for it just, as well. If, just write it down on the phone and yeah. go from there. Um, but yeah, man. We'll do this again. Next time, maybe we could live stream, um, do yeah, something cool. like that. 
um, just so may, people can interact. I like live streaming on like Instagram or Facebook because people can be like some Q and A's. Yeah, Q and A's, um, which is kind of a newer thing that I started doing. But, um, but yeah, we'll do it again. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thanks for um, having me. I'll put, it, I'll put it up on my website. Yeah, for sure. We'll, uh, awesome. And if you guys want to be on the show, uh, be sure to hit up the website and um, sign up the uh, Google form we have. You know all about Google Forms. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll contact you, and we'll get you on the show, just like Nathan. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate you coming in, man. Have fun at class. I will. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. All right. Until next time, man. Until next time. Appreciate yep, it. Have a good one.